Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. Wendell Griffin Graves grew up loving two things, trivia and horror movies. Wendell had one lifelong dream. To be a contestant on a national TV game show. Please welcome our next contestant, Wendell G, everybody. It says here you're a horror movie fan, so this first question should be easy. Which of the following horror movies does not feature a chainsaw? A, The Evil Dead. B, Pieces. C, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Or D, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Between the pressure of being on national television and the heat of the bright lights... Wendell choked. D. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Ooh, so sorry, Wendell. Obviously, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre features a chainsaw. Wendell's televised humiliation drove him mad. After dropping off the grid, he's believed to be the quiz show killer, torturing his victims by making them answer horror trivia questions. If you have any information on his whereabouts, please contact your local authorities. Hello! Hello! And welcome to the season one finale of Kim and Kat Survive the Cellar. We are a horror trivia podcast. I'm the ghost of Kim Burns. And I'm the ghost of Ketrin Porter. Today, in our very special season finale episode, there are three returning contestants ready to duke it out in a battle of wits and horror knowledge to try and escape again from a serial killer cellar. Unfortunately, as you know, we did not escape when he captured us, hence we are still ghosts. And still trapped here, doomed to ghost host this show forever. You know, it's actually kind of rude when you think about it that you three did escape and came back to like, what? Just like rub our noses in it. Like we can't get the fuck out of here and you're choosing to come back? Really not nice, but okay, back to it. Burnsy. Who's our first returning contestant? Our first contestant, who you may remember from episode six, is the one and only Bria Grant. Okay, we've had Leprechaun in space. We've had Leprechaun in the hood. Where should the next Leprechaun movie be set? Bria, first, what did you have? Mine is a play on words. Leprechaun at a con. Oh! Meaning a convention. 
Leprechaun goes. So good. He goes. Everyone thinks he's in costume because, you know, it's it's a comic convention. Right. So and everyone's listen. like, wow, that's a great fucking costume. And he's like, rah, 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 you know, whatever he does. Mm. And he gradually kills all the, like, nerds. <laughs> Rhea, welcome back. Thank you for having me. I don't know how I ended up in this basement again. I, uh, it seems like a really poor choice on my part. Yeah. Well, Wendell really took a liking to you, so... You know, he made it happen. Mm -hmm. Our second returning contestant from episode seven is Graham Skipper. In the style of Edward Scissorhands, come up with a horror movie killer by replacing a body part with a weapon of some kind. Your answer will have three parts. First name, weapon, body part. Graham, what did you have? Eloise, bad movie review feat. <laughs> Eloise, bad movie review feat. Graham's working through some stuff with that one. Uh, <laughs> Graham, it's so great to have you back. It's so great to be back in this horrible cellar where so much death and dismemberment has happened. I mm -hmm. can only hope to add some more carnage tonight. Here's hoping. And our third contestant from all the way back in episode three, it's Jeremy Gardner. That means Jeremy gets item number two, which is... A snake wrangler grabby thingy. Um, those are called snake hooks, okay? Snake hooks. The only person that would know I that. I wanted to be a herpetologist before I got into movies. Yeah, why don't you ask Dave how much I gave them shit about the snake in Synchronic? I'm just saying that venom and, and uh, poison is the same thing. I will fucking kill you. <laughs> So good to see you back, bud. Did you bring any snakes with you? I was hoping you'd have some for me. <laughs> you know, I don't, is it, is it canon? Like you said, I can't believe you guys would come back and rub it in our faces that you escaped the basement. I thought for sure you guys were going to have some story about how we got captured again. But you, you're saying we just willingly walked into this shit? That's what Wendell said. That's what he told us. Wow. Yeah. Let's do it. Take it up with him. So. <laughs> oh, I intend to. <laughs> we understand that there's some history here between our contestants and that you actually know each other from outside the cellar. Tell us about that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've had I've had a romance with both of these guys on screen. Ooh. I do believe I've shared a kiss with both of you on screen. <gasps> it's I, th I think it's true. I, I And I know I've shared a kiss with Jeremy off screen, so. Yeah, well, that's not what we're talking <laughs> about here. It's so sad that we're going to have to watch you guys slaughter each other in this. I, I also think there was a little bit of uh, emotional manipulation on the part of the hosts here by picking these us three to be uh, in the cellar. You mean Wendell? Your your host Wendell? We have no control here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm break. I'm gonna break the fourth wall just a little bit here. <laughs> Wendell did not alert us to the fact that these were our competitors until literally moments before we arrived. Listen, Wendell is a psychopath. I don't know what you expect. I was so ready to just be just fuck up some like indie horror director that I kind of heard of before but didn't know. <laughs> now you gotta fuck up your friends. Okay, you've all been here before, but you escaped, so it's been a minute. So here's a quick rundown of how things work here in the old cellar. You've been re-kidnapped by Wendell Griffin Graves. See, we are going with that story. Yeah. AKA the quiz show killer. He's making us ask you three rounds of horror trivia questions, only this time, no survival item. Dun, dun, dun. That's right. Wendell's done a clean sweep and there's nothing in this basement except the five of us. So what happens at the end of each round, you ask? The winner of each round will get to select a prize envelope containing an amount of money they'll get to keep if they survive the cellar again. 
One of the envelopes contains $1,000! But you won't know what's in the envelopes until the end. Pay attention to how your opponents play the game because Wendell will demand a sacrifice. Before we enter our final sudden death round, each of you will have to vote to sacrifice one of your competitors. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Can I can I sacrifice both of them? <laughs> you must choose. Well, Sophie's choice situation. Yep. Now Wendell fully intends to let one of you walk out of here so you can spread the tale of his evil far and wide. But only one of you. There's no working together this time. If you get stumped, each player gets to use the trusty handy dandy old Ouija board once per game to get some help from us, your ghost hosts. Same rules there. Okay, is everybody ready? Yes. Oh. By God, yes. Sure. <laughs> I feel like when I was up against Dave Lawson, I was really confident, but I feel like I'm definitely gonna lose against these two. Oh, I know. I I know no horror trivia. I just plan on winning with a lot of heart. Dave would put like Great. worms for like like what is what is the monster in in Tremors? He put wormies. He put wormies is exactly what he put. Wormies. <laughs> And you still talk to him? <laughs> All right, here we go, everybody. Round one. No small parts. Questions about cameos in horror movies. Oh, oh, we've got an alert. Is that your phone? My phone. Well, when you think of L.A. landmarks, the original farmer's market on 3rd and Fairfax definitely comes to mind, right? Well, did you know that this was originally a dairy farm turned oil field before it became the farmer's market that it is today? Okay, this is weird. It's a news report, but there's nothing about Wendell in it. Okay, I guess we'll figure out where he is later. I feel like I, I, I'm, I'm concerned about being in the basement with these two just playing games. This seems a little... <laughs> I feel like one of you two set this up. Whatever do you mean? We're not even, we're not even corporeal. Okay, fine. All right, question All right. number one. Here we go. Season finale. Halloween H2O, 20 years later features a cameo from this OG Scream Queen who has an interesting link to the Halloween franchise. Oh, um, oh uh, 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 oh my God. Uh, I'm just looking at Graham because it seems like he knows, but it's not obvious. So now I'm like trying to figure it out based on his. Oh, I, I got to guess. Um, <laughs> come on. Yeah, you know, you know it. I don't know. I haven't seen H2O in a 10 years. All right, everybody's ready. <laughs> Bria, who did you decide uh, on? I went Linnea Quigley. I don't know. I was just trying to get someone uh, random. So sorry. <laughs> Jeremy, who two. did you have? I got Janet Lee, but I also, I spelled it right. Oh, that is you did. Correct. I spelled it wrong. I spelled it wrong, but I also got Janet Lee. That yep. is also correct. Nice job. Just for those wondering, it's Janet Lee, L-E-I-G-H. Right. So the only reason I knew that was because Janet Lee is Jamie Lee Curtis's mother, correct? Also correct. correct. And that's her yes. connection. Yep. She yep. plays the uh, secretary in the school. Wow. Wow. Uh, this is... There's no... There's no extra credit, Graham. Win Wendell is always listening. <laughs> I wish I had come to this basement with anyone but Graham Skipper, because I feel like this is going to be my downfall here. Oh, that's the saddest <laughs> thing he ever heard. He used to hear that in high school, too. Oh! <laughs> oh, it's funny because it's true. Wow, that was a good one. Funny because it's true. All right, guys. So the score is now Graham 1, Jeremy 1, Bria 0. Question number two. 
The theatrical version of 1990s Gremlins 2, The New Batch, features a bonkers fourth wall breaking intermission where the gremlins take over the movie theater. Fortunately, a quick thinking usher seeks this real life wrestler from the audience to give the gremlins a stern talking to. Oh, Graham is ready. Bria is ready. Wow. I guess I'm just gonna pick a wrestler. probably right. Jeremy is also ready. I think this might be right. Okay, and uh, ladies first again. Bria, what did you have? Hulk Hogan. That is correct! Woo! And Graham, what did you have? Also Hulk Hogan. <gasps> also Hulk Hogan and Jeremy bringing up the caboose. How about you? I had Hulk Hogan, but I do <gasps> want to point out that Graham's looks like it says Hulk <laughs> and I don't know if we can accept... Look, I was never meaning to please Mrs. May in fifth grade with my penmanship, and I haven't to this day. So, How's that worked out for your career? You can't just make a scribbly line and wait for Bria to say her answer and go, yeah, that was what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bria's on the board. Very exciting. <sighs> now I feel better. All right. Question number three. In the final moments of Jason Goes to Hell, the final Friday... Jason's hockey mask is lying in the dirt when Freddy Krueger's gloved hand pops out of the ground and pulls it under. What actor played Freddy for this cameo? What? Graham already knew. Graham was ready right away. Damn it. Played Freddy? (laughs) What actor played Freddy in this cameo? Come on, guys. This is an easy one. Is it? (laughs) I don't know. I have no idea. All right. Is everyone ready? I guess. Yep. Oh, God damn it, I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> Bria, who did you put? I, I said LL Cool J because I was oh, so know. close. Bria, that's a good uh, guess. So close, that's but a solid no, guess. No. Yeah. Yeah. Graham, who did you have? Kane Hodder, of course. Oh. That is correct. Jeremy? And I used context clues by how quickly Graham knew this and just assumed if it wasn't Robert England, it had to be the guy who played Jason. So I put Kane Hodder as well. Wow. wow. Really? But I did not know some that. psychology in this. Why? Wow. Guys, I do a lot of bar trivia. I'm really into this shit. Mm. <laughs> Graham, Graham, how many movies have you done with Kane Hodder? I've never done a movie with Kane Hodder. Oh. How many have you done, Bria? I think just one. So, And you were oh. the only one who didn't know that? Wow. wow. Yeah, he's going to be very <laughs> mad at me. He probably doesn't remember who I am, honestly. But luckily, the other secret game we're playing is who wins in terms of how many movies they've done with Kane Hodder. So oh, Bria yeah. is in the lead. <laughs> at least she'll win at something. Wow, Jeremy. Uh, wow. I think life. I think, I think, how about I win at life? Yeah, actually, you're, you're winning at life for sure. Yeah, you are. So the score is now Bria with a respectable Ugh. one point. It's not very respectful. And then J- Graham and Jeremy tied with three points each. Question number four. In the movie, within a movie, within a movie, opening to Scream 4, Kristen Bell and Anna Paquin play co-eds doing a postmodern meta-analysis of horror movies when one of them suddenly stabs the other one. Who stabs who? Does Kristen stab Anna? Or does Anna stab Kristen? Does Veronica Mars stab Sookie? Or does Rogue stab Anna from Frozen? Oh, wow. The hardest question mm, is man. a 50-50. <laughs> it's been so long since I've seen this. Bria is ready. Graham is ready. Never had to write so much for an A or B. All right. <laughs> and Jeremy is ready. All right, Jeremy, what did you put? I put Kristen stabs Anna because it seemed like the unlikelier scenario. That is correct. And Graham, 
Graham, what did you have? I said Anna stabs Kristen. Ooh, wrong. So sorry. And Bria, what did you have? I, I said Kristen stabs Anna, but I thought it was because that seemed like the likely scenario. Because I feel like she has a darkness to her. Oh, really? See, I feel like Anna Peckland, a- Anna is uh, just seems like she might stab you at any time. Mm. Wow. So, so Bria now has two points. Graham has three. Jeremy takes the lead. Give me more 50-50 ones. I like when I have <laughs> half of a chance. That was my least favorite <laughs> question. Because I couldn't use any kind of context clues to, to, to figure it out. You couldn't be a detective. I just had to pick. All right, question number five. Last question of the round. Stephen King had a cameo in the 1989 film adaptation of his novel Pet Cemetery as what? Oh, shit. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to take a flyer on this one. Me too. Oh, everyone's ready and no one seems confident. Rhea, what did you have? I think maybe like a truck driver. <laughs> like a dri- oh. he's driving one of those trucks, you know? Right. Good guess. Incorrect. Okay. okay. Jeremy, what did you have? I put like a janitor, like maybe it was a janitor in the school where the, the guy worked. Sure. Similar. Like Freddie. Yeah. No. Incorrect. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Graham, what did you have? <laughs> I said I said antique store owner. Oh, also incorrect. The answer is minister at the funeral. Uh, oh. I kind of remember that okay. now that you say that. All right, Jeremy, since you won round one. Woo! Look at that. By the skin of your teeth, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> you get... First choice of a prize envelope. Each envelope has an amount of money in it that you will get to keep if you survive the seller. One envelope contains $200, one envelope contains $1,000, and one envelope contains a mystery amount somewhere between those two. Don't fuck it up. So my, my, my prize for beating these other two idiots... Love you. I'm just kidding. You're not idiots. Is to just <laughs> randomly pick a, a number. Like I get no advantage to which which is. Uh, I picked two. Could you stop complaining about free money? <laughs> <laughs> it's not free. I'm working here. <laughs> Envelopes can and probably will change hands throughout the game. It's going to be the Monty Hall problem. And the Monty Hall problem is very confusing. Look it up. So if you want to stay in control of your envelope, answer Wendell's questions correctly. Okay. Ain't none of y'all taking my number two. <laughs> that, that was me. That, that's like my schmeagle. Like, you're never going to touch my number two envelope. Like, when I get really, like, protective of my envelope, I turn into, like, an old prospect. <laughs> <laughs> but where is Wendell? Bria, you asked right in time because we have another news alert. Ooh. Let's see if this tells us uh, where he is. Okay, I'm sure it'll tell us. Yeah. Here's the 215 in Green Valley looking good. And Travis in Live Drive showcasing the 95 northbound headed toward downtown. So far, so good for the Monday morning commute. Huh. That's odd. Shit's going down. We only ever get alerts about Wenda. Yeah, that's weird. Maybe our Google alerts did reset or something when we did that ghost phone update, possibly. Yeah, he likes to get crazy when we're when we're doing the trivia. So you'd think yeah. he'd be out causing a ruckus. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sure we'll find him soon. Oh, Wendell does want us to remind you that he is requiring a sacrifice, so do keep that in mind. He's he's really hung up on the whole sacrifice thing right now, so yeah, he's pretty oh, excited about it. Yeah. So yeah, all right. all right, here we go. Round number two, down to clown. 
questions about movie clowns. <laughs> My favorite. I love them oh, so much. God. Ah. Graham. <laughs> Graham's an expert. Right. Graham made a movie, a, cl- a clown movie. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> Just as a reminder, the scores are back to zero now, and all of you still have a Ouija board left if you'd like to use it. Fuck the Ouija board. It's fair. It's probably the best decision, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said that, though. The Ouija board is wrathful and horrible. Yeah, it's have true. Said that. And we're connected to it, so... Wow, All right. wow. Question okay. number one of round two. In the gory 2015 indie slasher Terrifier, when Tara and Dawn notice creepy Art the Clown staring at them in the pizzeria, what does Dawn do, much to Tara's horror? Oh, man. I saw this. Bria's ready? Graham's ready. I have never seen this, so I'm just going to pick a weird scenario. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't Same. wait. Jeremy's ready. Well, I'm going to save you for last, Jeremy. Graham, why don't you go first? Well, I have seen it. I can't remember, though. I said waves to him. Waves to him. Uh, we're That's incorrect. No. Bria, Bria, what did you have? I said flips him off. Also incorrect. Probably a better choice than what she did. Uh, Jeremy, what did you have? What was your fun little scenario, your rewrite? I put sits on his lap. <gasps> oh! Jeremy is correct. You're fucking kidding me. You're fucking kidding me. That's correct. She sits on his lap and takes a selfie with him. Unbelievable. That's called a writer's brain. Wow. Holy (laughs) shit. Wow. All right. So Jeremy is the only one on the board for round two so far. That's ridiculous. Question number two. The short, fat, farting villain, The Clown, in the 1997 superhero horror flick Spawn was played by this multi-talented Emmy and Tony award-winning actor. I have never seen it. I think everybody's locked in. Um, Bria, who did you have? I said Danny DeVito. He's real short. Oh, that's actually a very good guess, but incorrect. Okay. Um, Graham, who did you have? Of course, it's John Leguizamo. That is correct. And Jeremy? I also had John Leguizamo. Also correct. Can, here, here's a question. Can anybody name the uh, creature that he transforms into by the end of the film? Uh, listen, Graham, we're the we ones that are questions, questions here. here. Okay. <laughs> but I am curious. I've what, never what, even seen the name is the name is the name is Malbolgia, and I may or may not own the action figure of Mal- that character. Malbolgia? Wow. Malbolgia. Well, wow. Yeah. I smell a sacrifice. <laughs> ladies, ladies. <laughs> There's a reason nobody wants to be in a basement with you, Graham. <laughs> okay, Graham, is it okay if I ask question number three? Oh, or uh, Yes, you're, that's Great. wow. wow. Okay, all right. I apologize. I apologize <laughs> to the ghosts and to the Ouija board. Apology accepted. Question number three is Ginger Clown. It already sounds like a fetish of mine, but continue. <laughs> okay well let's see if the rest of it is still your fetish ginger clown is a 2013 hungarian puppet horror film it all checks out for jeremy so far that features the voice of this iconic actor who is known for playing another famous clown in the title role i'm gonna call the ouija board i want to get on this board i have zero i'm gonna call ouija Okay, so Jeremy and Graham have to make sure their answers are right. I'm locked in. Again, I'm using context clues here. Yeah, I'm going to... Okay, I, this is wrong, but I wrote it down. <laughs> Great. He wrote a okay. squiggle. He's waiting to see what you guys say. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first clown that 
brought nightmares to my my uh, whatever my eyes. What are nightmares? <laughs> my brain. <laughs> yeah. Did you become Hungarian? Is I don't know happening? what's happening. That was, <laughs> that was my. <laughs> it was Pennywise. Okay, Pennywise in the nineties. I say Tim Curry. Bria, are you gonna accept the Ouija board's answer? I accept that answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jeremy, what did you have? I put Tim Curry. God damn it. Tim Curry is correct, which means Bria is also correct for accepting the Ouija board. And Graham, what did you have? I I don't even want to say my answer. I was I didn't even think I didn't think of it at all. What I was other the only, title the, clown movies are there? I don't know. I don't know. I think of Pennywise. Yeah, you know, it's it. not really a clown. Wow, Bria. Um, wow. and and it's okay. not. Yeah, right. He's an wow. ancient cosmic entity. Um, I I said I said John Carroll Lynch because of uh, I don't know American Horror Story. That was the only name that popped yeah. in my head. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, okay. No, it's not. Valiant don't. No, effort. it's not a good answer. It's, you're wrong. <laughs> Terrible. Thank you. Bria, thank you, Bria. I appreciate that. Well, I need support wherever I can get it. <laughs> that means Jeremy's in the lead. Three to one to one. Surprise, Sydney. Oh, no. plot, plot twist. twist. What happens now? <laughs> Jeremy, you got three questions right in a row. Which means you can choose to swap out your envelope for one of the other unclaimed envelopes if you'd like. Yeah. Are you going to swap out your number two? <laughs> I feel like this is a real leprechaun situation. Like, it's about me gold. (laughs) Okay, so knowing what I know about the Monty Hall problem, even though it seems absurd to switch. What is this? Explain what this is. So the Monty Hall problem is that in in Let's Make a Deal, you pick pick a door number one, two, or three, and then they give you an option. They, They get rid of one. They give you an option to switch. And you go, well, you shouldn't switch, but in actuality, you should switch because it only becomes... The probability only becomes locked in once you switch. Something like that. So just I don't I know it's wrong. Quit acting like you understand math. It's it's quantum it's quantum it's quantum. I'm gonna switch to number one. Oh he made a switch. Wow. All right. Here we go. Exciting. Bold. Bold. Okay. Bria is beside herself. I just can't believe it. You have no idea what's in <laughs> she this can't believe it. It's the Monty Hall problem. <laughs> he was so upset about someone taking his number two. <laughs> no one's going to take my number one. <laughs> Question number four. Produced by Kevin Smith and featuring frequent Smith collaborators like Jason Mewes and Ethan Supley, this dreary, violent movie that came out in 2000 tells the depressing story of a bachelor party clown what who seeks revenge on the men who attacked him oh shit that's what i'm gonna get for my future husband and i can't wait (laughs) a bachelor party clown it's gonna be so hot Oh, son of a bitch. Bria's ready. What is the name of this movie? Do you actually, I have no idea. Not <laughs> one inkling. I've never heard of it. I have vague, I have vague images of it. I know that this movie exists. First of all, there's no such thing as a bachelor party clown. <laughs> <laughs> I will argue with yeah. the premise. That's probably why those guys beat him up. All right, I just guessed one. That's all right. I'm sad. All right. Everyone's ready. No one is confident once again. Graham, what did you have? I said Jeremy Gardner the movie. <laughs> That is correct. Oh, no. So sorry. That is incorrect. Quit clowning uh, around, Grant. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jeremy, what did you have? I put stitches. 
Stitches. No, it's sorry. another clown it's movie. It's not the right one. And Bria, <laughs> what did you have? It's uh, Clerks. Maybe we all remember Clerks. Obviously, oh, that was the plot. Oh, that was Clerks. Oh, yes. Clerks. Yes. Yeah. Nice. The correct answer is vulgar. 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 So the score is Bria with one, Graham with one, and Jeremy with three. Question number five. In a trauma-inducing scene in Toby Hooper's 1982 uh, masterwork Poltergeist, Kim, it's okay. my trauma. The creepy clown doll at the foot of young Robbie's bed does what? Uh, Please be as specific as possible. This is my nightmare. This is one of my favorite movies. I... But this seems so... Well, well, don't let yourself down, Jeremy. Be as specific as possible. Can't we just talk about Jo Beth Williams and how she's the hottest horror mom ever? In that that's a, that's the next round. It's just all questions okay. about Jo Beth, Beth Williams and hot horror moms. Gosh, Bria's um, in. I'm gonna. Hmm. Graham's in. All right. And Jeremy's in. Bria, what did you have, my darling? I said looks creepy. <laughs> wait, yes. wait. Wakes up and moves, I think. <laughs> I can't remember this part. Takes her into the closet, Wait. maybe? <laughs> oh, gosh. So close, but okay. not not, not at this part. No, Graham, what did you have? You said strangles him. Strangles him is correct. Oh. Yes. Boom. Jeremy, what did you have? Well, I put drags him under the bed. Also correct. Also correct. Nice job. We have that uh, the, he, uh, the clown wraps around his neck pulls him under the bed, tries to choke and strangle. Wow. That is the end of round two. And Jeremy, you are the winner once again. This is a real Jeremy versus Jeremy game Gee, so far. what the far. fuck do I win yeah. this time? <laughs> so once again, you have the option to keep your current envelope or exchange it with another one. You have envelope number one right now. I'm going back to two. Oh, okay. Back to I'm just fucking with everything. Hey. But now. Okay, but there's a. You also get to assign an envelope to one of your competitors. Ooh. Bria gets one. Graham gets three. Just one. Or no, Bria gets one. Just Graham, one. you don't get shit. Oh. <laughs> All right. Great. So that means Great. Jeremy has gone back to Thanks, his Jeremy. beloved and trusted envelope number two, and he has given Bria. Envelope number one. I see how this works now. I see. I see this game y'all are playing. Well, it seemed like it, it, it was. Ha- I was being half kind to you, Bria, and also I was giving you the envelope that you were shocked that I took. Because <laughs> <laughs> if it ends up being like you know, like on, let's make a deal, it's just like you if, know, no. If it ends up being a lot of money for you, like, oh, I'll no. be like, see, I told you I should have picked one, and then I gave it to you. And if exactly. it's bad, yeah. Wendell's really fucking with your heads, ain't he? He really is. No one's going to take my two. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like he's really setting up scenarios where this impending sacrifice is going to be a little bit easier than you thought. All right. It's round three. Redemption round. Wendell has never gotten over getting a question wrong on a game show. And he wants you to know his pain. But he's giving you the chance that he never had. These are questions based on or related to questions that one of you got wrong on your episode. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Oh, oh, oh. All right. All right. I'm terrible at <laughs> learning. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and 
I remember nothing. And don't forget, Ram and Jeremy do still have uh, Ouija board calls that they are allowed to make, should they so choose. Right, right. Kim, this is okay. round three. Did you hear no, anything? This is usually, he, he usually knows where we are and that he comes close. Yeah. He's usually like at least in the neighborhood at this point. This is making me very uneasy. All right. Yeah, this is weird. I like predictability, and this is uh, it's freaking me out. All right. I, I just got a, a next door alert on my next door app, but it was somebody <laughs> it was somebody saying there was a suspicious person uh, that was a young girl selling cookies at oh, the very Oh, interesting. Yeah. But they also left a couch by the side of the road <laughs> that you can go yeah. <laughs> Covered in urine. <laughs> All right. Question number one. Graham incorrectly guessed John Carpenter's idea for the setting for Halloween 6. The correct answer was space. Graham said an aquarium. Well, the people over at the asylum must share a brain with Graham because earlier this year, they released a film featuring a zombie octopus, a killer walrus, and blood-sucking zombie starfish running amok in an aquarium. It was called Aquarium of the Blank. I think my friend wrote this. (laughs) Oh, no! Wait, Will you describe the bad guys again? Will you describe them? Uh, yes. It was a zombie octopus, a killer walrus, and blood-sucking zombie starfish in an aquarium. And it's Aquarium of the Blank. All right. I think I think I know this. Brian and Grandma are ready. I hate this. Jeremy is angry. <laughs> angry writing. I'm just going with a I'm going with a good pun. <laughs> Okay, show us your answers. Oh, Graham, go ahead. Is it Aquarium of the Dead? That's correct. Okay. Bria, what did you have? Yeah, same, dead. Correct. It was so obvious. Like th- I didn't think you could. Okay, I put Jeremy. dead too, but I put dead C. <laughs> that's incorrect. I'm sorry. Because that's better. He just that's tried better. to show like half of his page real quick. Like Aquarium, that's all I had. Just, aquarium just dead, of the not Dead, dead C. Sea. Jared, that that was really good. That it doesn't that, get uh, me a point though. It's a great punch up though, buddy. For the first it's time, Jeremy it. is not in the lead. <laughs> Jeremy, the studio has some notes. <laughs> so the score is now Bria one, Graham one, yes. and Jeremy zero. Oh, is that Wendell? No, it's not. It's not. I don't He's know not where coming he, inside. This is so. You usually hear the door right now. I don't know. This doesn't feel right. All right, let's just keep going. Maybe he's just running late. Question number two, Bria was unable to come up with the name of Buffy's watcher, Merrick, in the film version of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I should be taken out and shot for, so I go. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see if you can redeem yourself right now. Yeah. In that film, what is the name of the love interest played by Luke Perry? Oh, my God. Who has a strikingly similar name to an eventual love interest of Buffy's on the show? Jeremy's in. Oh my god, it's Luke Perry. Hold on, hold on. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. I, this name has always stuck with me for for 25 years. I've remembered this damn name. Jeremy, I'll tell you, me too. I kind of love Truly. it. Just looking at it written down, I, I'm like, that's a good name. Yeah, agreed. Has a strikingly similar name to another love interest on the TV show. In in the, the TV on the show? TV show. Well, let, can we talk mm-hmm. through who the love interests on the TV show were? First off, I've never even seen the TV show. This is about the movie, guys. <gasps> Jeremy! Yeah, you heard me. Riley. I should be taken out and shot. (laughs) Agreed. 
Bria's locked in. I've only seen this movie once. You've only seen the movie once? I've only seen the movie once. I watched the movie recently, and I can't remember his name. Paul Rubens is fantastic in that movie. I love that movie so much. I'm locked in. And Graham's locked in. It's also a good name for a fish. Uh, Yeah, Jeremy, What is? why don't you tell everyone what our favorite name is? Pike. His name is Pike. Uh, Pike uh, is correct, <laughs> which sounds very similar to James Marster's character of Spike. Yeah. And Graham, what do I, you have? I said... <laughs> Mangel? Mangel. Mangel. That is very similar Mangel. to her love interest. That is very Super similar. similar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bria, what did you have? I said Angel also. Sorry, I marked it out already. I said Angel, but without the M. Angel. I don't know. <laughs> so, okay, very close. No, but it's Pike. And that means that the score is all tied up. Ooh, triple tie. Bria, Graham, and Jeremy all have won. Question number three. After hearing a clip of Keith David's character referring to himself by the nickname Little John, Jeremy was unable to correctly identify the film Requiem for a Dream. What is the actual name of Keith David's pimp slash drug dealer character in Requiem for a Dream? God. You're going to make me do my... <laughs> that was good. I'm terrified. I have no idea. I'm striking out on this one again, too. <laughs> I, 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 I watched this movie once on Mushrooms, which is a horrible oh idea. My oh, god. my God. I blocked it out of my mind. It was, a ter- it was terrible. I don't know how you survived that oh. moment of your life. Like, that yeah, I feel like, like that would have just yeah. made it like a nice movie. It was already fucked up. Oh, oh man. Maybe. Oh, fuck. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. I'm going to use my Ouija board. Ooh. Oh, fuck. Ooh, Jeremy's using the Ouija. Okay, so Bria and Graham have to lock in before Can that I call happen. Keith David? <laughs> Bria's locked. <laughs> locked All right. I'm locked. Fine. All right. Go ahead, my ghost host. Okay. So let's see. Uh, it's sort of like opposites of Little John. I feel like it was like big... Tim? <laughs> this sounds like a... This, uh, Tiny? Like you're trying to sabotage me. <laughs> there are those who call me Tim. <laughs> call me Big Tim. Big Tim. Big Tim. Oh, it's, I mean, it sounds right when you say it in his voice. Well, anything in Keith Davis' voice sounds right. That's right. Just try okay. saying it one more time, Jeremy. Say, say, my name is Big Tim. My name is Big Tim. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna, I, okay. I, don't, I don't have a better guess. Big Tim it is. <laughs> no way, that's fucking right. Um, Graham, what did you have? Well, I thought about writing Mangel again, but instead, <laughs> I, uh, instead I went with Johnson. Johnson, that is Johnson. incorrect. Johnson. It's actually Mangel. Oh. <laughs> it's LL Cool J. Uh, Bria, what did you have? I said regular John, not not regular John. See, she's yeah. she's getting the idea. She's getting the idea. Close. Well, wait. Let's let's test it out. Can Jeremy, you... can you say hi? My name is Regular John, and Keith David's voice. Hi, my name is Regular John. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it I still it. works in my pants. I, I yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, yeah. Jeremy, what'd you okay. what'd you end up deciding? I put down Big Jim, of course. That's fucking correct. Are oh you my kidding god. Me? <laughs> yes, my fucking ghost host. They fucking hey. help me. 
<laughs> I cannot believe that's that's right. Awesome. Thank you. I feel like an asshole now. You're welcome for putting you in the lead, Jeremy, because it is now Jeremy with two, Graham with one, and Bria with one. <sighs> Still real quiet around here. This is definitely like his scheduled killing time. This has never happened before. Ever. Never. I just I just hope we don't have to kill these guys ourselves, you know? If we have to, we have to. But here oh, we go. Man, I really shouldn't have said fuck the Ouija board now. No, you <laughs> oh, oh <no>. shit. <laughs> Tough to fight ghosts. Okay, question number four. Bria couldn't recall the title of the anthology series hosted by Freddy Krueger, Freddy's Nightmares. But did you know the Nightmare franchise also spawned a reality show hosted by Robert England that never saw the light of day? Much like Kim and I never will again either. Six episodes were shot in 2004 featuring people facing their fears before the production was shut down because it was too similar to Fear Factor. What was the show called? Gosh. I was going to guess Fear Factor. That was going to be my guess. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, oh, I want a Ouija board. I f- forget I said fuck well, the Ouija board. Well, well, <laughs> Look who's coming for the Ouija now. <laughs> Interesting. All right, well, I locked in a stupid yeah. answer. All right. Okay. Let's see. Tell him it's Big Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Angel's Nightmares. I'm going to say it was called A Nightmare on Elm Street, colon. Well, it's based on our fears, right? Facing our real fears. So I'm going to say real fears. A Nightmare on Elm Street, colon, real fears. Hmm. Well, let me think for a second. Wow, you're going to call on the Ouija and then disrespect them by not going with their answer? (laughs) I'm going to go with the answer. Okay. I'm saying it's Anos Real Fears. Oh, A Nightmare on Anus. Got it. Anus Anus Fears. Got it, got it, got it. Real Anus Anus. Got it, got it, got it. it. Okay. And Jeremy, what did you have? I put Face Your Fears with Freddy. Ooh, good pit. I actually love that. Very close. And Bria, what did you have? I'm... Since I got it wrong the first time with Freddy's Nightmares, I'm just guessing that again. Guessing the same thing. Freddy's Nightmares. <laughs> oh, unfortunately, Graham, you should have learned not to disrespect the Ouija <gasps> because it was slightly incorrect. Oh, no. What did I do? The title is A Nightmare on Elm Street Real Nightmares. Real Nightmares. Oh, no. Sorry. Well, you know, I earned that. I earned it. I earned it. <laughs> I yep. that. Sorry. Wow. So wow. So sorry. sorry about it. Kim, seriously, I do not want to have to kill these people myself. I don't know where the fuck Wendell is. Jesus Christ. All right, just read the last question, okay. I guess. Question number five. Graham missed a question about Katrina Bowden's character in Piranha 3 Double D having a piranha in her vagina that bites her boyfriend's penis. Ouchies. What is the Latin term for the entirely fictional, so they say, condition of vaginal teeth, which is the basis of the 2007 comedy horror film, Teeth. Is everyone ready? <laughs> that was just me. You were waiting <laughs> on me. Great. Bria, what did you have? I don't know how to spell this. Vagina dentata. That is correct. Oh, Graham, what did you have? Vagina dentata. Jeremy, what did you have? Vagina dentata. That is correct. Wow. Well, here we are again. Jeremy. You are again the winner. 
of round three. I mean, if I win every fucking round and I don't win, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> so here we go. You can exchange your envelope, which is, again, envelope number two, or you can take envelope number three and give number two to Graham. Ain't nobody taking my two. <laughs> <laughs> Stick it with it now. All right, so that means Graham has envelope number three, Bria has envelope number one, and Jeremy has his beloved envelope number two. This is very exciting. There's going to be fucking $8 in that, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. The time has come. Before we go any further, you must vote to sacrifice (sighs) one of your competitors. This isn't right. So what does this mean? So What What happens if we all voted... Or the other. What? Okay. We're about to go into a sudden death, so it'll be (laughs) quick fire questions, and it's either going to be all three of you or just two of you. So, if any player receives votes from both of their competitors, they're fucking dead and they go no further. But if the votes are spread evenly, meaning no player gets two votes, then all three players will advance to the rapid fire sudden death round. So, Question. yes. Can we vote for ourselves? <laughs> and we vote for ourselves. Yeah. Whoa, what's up now? Wow. Only Jeremy Guys. Gardner. Would... See, he's he's playing 4D chess sa- here though. No, he's no, he's self-sabotaging. <laughs> I am helping us all. There's only one way that we can ensure that no one gets two votes. Vote for your fucking self. So I've, I'm sorry that I've flipped your fucking game on its head a little bit here. So here's a question, though. If So if somebody dies, they win no money at all. No money. They're out the game. So They're out of the game. There's only one winner. Yeah, okay. it's just it's just about we're, we're reducing our odds of going against one person or both of us. I see. So I what's see. your strategy? So I'm going to be real. There's no way I'm winning this. <laughs> like, I know when I am not going to be the champion here because I'm just not good at the trivia. That, but that may make us want to keep you around. Well, right, oh, that's God. the thing, is that I, we'd want to keep you around. But you're and saying so, if, we, if you get it wrong, you're out anyway. So it's not like it's... Yeah. Even if I... Even, even if It's not like if Bria gets it wrong. If I get it wrong, I'm out too. Correct. Is that... Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I like this Jeremy idea where we're we vote for ourselves. <laughs> uh-huh. Don't sh- don't say that though. <laughs> Ruining the game. And and um, then no, this is the way you play. You know, we talk through it. We vote I for agree. ourselves. No, and I mean then, this is. And then and then it's a fair game. Whoever actually wins. Sure. All right. Uh, Graham, Graham, you're saying are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? But what are you going to write? I really feel like we're pissing off the Mm -hmm. the wizards here because (laughs) Wendell demanded a sacrifice, but we have found a way to get around that. Look, I've already already pissed off the evil gods by saying fuck Ouija (laughs) and I got burned for that. Now here's the problem. Here's the problem. If you fucking say we're going to vote for ourselves yeah. and then you wrote, write your name and any other person writes your name, you're fucking out. Exactly. Right. So there's exactly. a lot of trust here. That's yeah. very true. <laughs> That's Look at that laugh. I'm seeing that correct. laugh on Bria's face. I Bria. don't know that I trust her. I am. Look, I know I'm not going to win this, so I'm not here to like... 
I'm not here to take the money out of y'all's hands. That's exactly what somebody that wants to take money out of our hands would say. <laughs> All right, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm writing down my vote. Who are you voting for? You can't say. I'm not supposed to. You can't say. We just oh, have to man. trust each other here. Is this the plan? Is this what we're doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Okay. Yes. Believe in your hearts. You can't say. Believe yeah. in, in your, your hearts. hearts. Oh my god. As Wendell would say. <laughs> this is so stressful. I trust you two as as actors. I've shared a screen with. As actors that I've like experienced intimate moments with. Oh man, this is so. <laughs> god, I should. Really this is so it. stressful. This this is the moment we see if yeah. the thruple breaks up or not. Oh, you guys, I'm really nervous about this. Are we doing this? Very exciting. We're doing this. Okay. Does okay. everyone have a name written? Yeah. Yeah. On the count of three, you're gonna hold it up and say the name at the same uh-huh. time. <laughs> okay. Hold it up and say the name at the same time on the count of three. You ready? One, two, three. Jeremy. Jeremy. Bria, yeah. Oh my God. Oh! Two votes for Jeremy. Yes. 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 That's unbelievable, Graham. I, I saw his face. That is I unbelievable. Sacrificed. Oh my goodness. I honestly thought that you were going to fuck me over. That's what I thought was going to happen. That's why this game wow. is diabolical because that's what they try to get you to do. They try to get you to not trust. I was convinced that both of you were going to fuck me over. I don't, ha- I don't have it in me. Oh wow. I am so, oh, wow. so sorry, Jeremy. And so is his life. Wendell, hello. Good to have you down here, buddy. That was that was sneaky, Wendell. Meet our new friend Jeremy. He's a ghost now. He's a ghost now, too. This is better for me anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. God. And now Graham's definitely gonna win. Wow. Oh, not Wow. wow. Yeah, but we also don't know how much money is in his envelope. For all we know, the person that was just sacrificed had a thousand dollars in their envelope. All right, so, Jeremy, 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 I'm sorry. I go. thought you were going to do the same to me. That's what I thought. <laughs> I was convinced. I said, "Believe in your hearts." Do you not remember me saying, "Believe in your hearts"? Jeremy, I'm going to be real. I could have seen it going either way. That's exactly what someone that doesn't believe wow. in hearts would have said. Wow, that's not. All right. Oh my God! Wow. And your prize envelope is now up. For grabs. I'm gonna fucking stay here as a ghost and I'm gonna fucking shit all over Grim. You you are welcome. Jeremy is now Jeremy is now a ghost with us. Here's how sudden death works. We're gonna ask you rapid fire questions. You have to answer in mere seconds. Get one wrong, you're out. We play until there is one player left standing. God. Y'all should have been the ones doing this, not me. Okay, fine. Yeah, well. Someone fucked that up for us. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I get through a round, a round, it will be a miracle. Okay. Are you ready? I like the ones where I just guess, where it's just we don't know the answer. That's what this is going to be, basically. Okay. On what hand does Freddy Krueger most commonly wear his signature glove? What, Graham, what did you <laughs> say? Someone wins and someone's out. I said, I said left. 
Rhea said left. I said right. Ram said right. The correct answer and the winner of the season oh one finale God. is Graham Skipper! <laughs> Graham Skipper! Yes. Yes. Fucking real. So sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> sorry, Jeremy failed. Uh. <laughs> okay. Wow. I thought right. Oh, wow. I was like, right, right. But then I was like, no, no, baseball gloves. They go on the left. I don't know. Like, well, I was I was thinking the same thing, but then I thought, I, I was imagining in my mind that first death where he's coming after her, and it's like yeah. the right hand. Here's what's Woo! crazy. I actually have one of these gloves in my house in a display case, and I can't tell you which one it is. Oh. I have one from a movie. All right. As a reminder, Rhea had envelope number one. Graham, you have envelope number three. Let's see what was in Bria's envelope. Thousand dollars, thousand dollars, thousand dollars, thousand dollars, thousand dollars. I gave you that envelope. Six hundred and sixty-six dollars. Devil money. That means there are two remaining envelopes, and it's either going to be one thousand dollars or two hundred. Are you going to take my two, Graham? Are you going to take my two? So <laughs> you now, Graham, can keep your envelope or trade it for Jeremy's oh, two. Man. Oh man! Oh, you've taken man. everything else from me. You might as well take my two. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, again, we have the money hall problem. I, I feel like, I feel like if there is. Oh man, see this is tough because two, we've been talking about Jeremy's two. <laughs> this is so hard. I'm gonna say Take the two. Take that the two. I, I I would say that the bigger joke would have been had Jeremy won, he would have kept his two and it would have been two hundred dollars. So I'm gonna stay with my number three. He's keeping number three. Alright. This is a bad idea. I think this is a bad idea. Let's open the envelope. He's keeping number three. Let's see what's in envelope number three. Oh, come on. This is going to break my soul. Oh, the tension. Oh, <laughs> this is, I know, this is killing me. This is, the suspense is killing me. What? Oh, oh, oh my goodness. Graham. And we just opened uh, oh, envelope number two. It was 200. Wow. I won every Graham. round and I was the biggest loser the entire time. So sorry. I got fucking betrayed. I got murdered. I picked the wrong envelope oh and I got all the questions right. I'm so sorry. Uh, wow. Oh my God. Wow. Well, congratulations, wow. Graham, on surviving the cellar. Kim and Kat survive the cellar will return for season two with new twists, bigger stakes, more murders, and way more of us, your ghost hosts. Why don't you tell um, all our lovely listeners where they can find you um, in death order? Death order. Jeremy? <laughs> well, you can find me in the fucking cellar because I'm dead now. <laughs> <laughs> At Mr. Jeremy Gardner on all the socials. Putting up pictures of cats, <laughs> if that's what you're into. The content that goes straight to my heart every damn day. Love it. Bria? Um, just on on Instagram, uh, Bria Grant. But, you know, go watch Lucky on Shudder um, yes, or 12-Hour Shift on Hulu. Yes. And Graham, the and only Mr. Winner, winner. survivor of Survive the Cellar. The only person that Wendell just actually let leave the cellar. You'll find me in Vegas. 
performing as a clown for bachelor parties. As a, as a you, yes. Um, I, uh, yeah, at Graham Skipper on Twitter and uh, Skipstagram on Instagram. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. We really appreciate your time. Such a blast. Um, this has been Kim and Kat's Survive the Cellar. Follow us at KKSTC Podcast on all the things and be sure to rate, subscribe, and review. And you can check out our other podcast, Kim and Kat Stay Alive, Maybe. Maybe, where we take turns seeing if we can survive horror movies we've never seen. New episodes every Wednesday wherever you listen to podcasts. So until next season, stay alive! Stay alive! Bye. Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.